I'm Mitch. This is Keith. And you're listening to Layman's Term Podcast, where a couple lay people, not clergy, uh, discuss where faith and life intersect and have conversations around scripture and um, just unpack things as as non-clergy may. So uh, with Keith and I here this morning, we're jumping into Advent season leading up towards Christmas, and uh, it's a wonderful time of year, Keith. Yeah, I love I love Christmas. It's just so uh it's so great. So I mean I already have my tree up and everything and it's me too. Me as it's well. Like it's November a week, week, week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I got it. the tree up. Love it. Um we're gonna talk about uh or read read some scripture uh leading up towards the to the birth of Christ, and we're gonna talk about fear and hope. A couple yeah. uh Hope's a great favorite subject of ours, and we're gonna we're gonna work in some fear today. So fear and hope, and exchanging more specifically, kind of exchanging our fear uh, for for God's hope. So want to read Matthew um, Matthew one eighteen to twenty one, kind of a scripture to base our discussion on today. So this is uh, Joseph accepting Jesus as his son. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Yeah, so I mean, there's like so much to unpack from that, right? Like, so there, in my in my viewpoint, there's two people that are fearful, right? Mary and Joseph, in their own way, are experiencing fear in this moment, right? Um, and and we can unpack both of them separately. But uh, Mary, who is expected, who is a virgin and is expected to stay a virgin until they're married, mm-hmm. um, is now pledged to be to marry Joseph, and discovers that you know, hey, she's pregnant, um, and adultery is not like adultery today where you just you know you move on with life right um adultery back then especially from a woman would uh would get you killed um stoned to death um so mary so, is scared scared yeah. on so many different levels yeah how is joseph um, going to react to it how are other people around going to react to it um she's probably concerned I'm for the baby having a baby yeah um i don't know much things on the planet that are scarier than that yeah um so yeah that's a lot so of mary, a lot of feelings there right <laughs> uh mary's scared and then joseph is conflicted yeah right he's conflicted um up until the point he's visited you know, in a dream by an angel and an angel of the Lord can, appears to him in a dream uh, and says to him, do not be afraid. Do not be so, afraid. So he was conflicted and then was frightened. 
Yeah, well, do not <laughs> like was was kind of fearful, conflicted, and then I'm sure if an angel of the Lord appeared uh, in our dreams, we would also be fearful of that as well, right? <laughs> well, I think I think this is important to note because I think I'd love to know. You know, quick quick searching could uh, could probably get us there, but how many times in Scripture are we told not to be afraid? And it's oh, kind of yeah. like it's kind of like the big preface for like the angel of the Lord, right? Yeah. Not to freak you out. I know that I'm frightening. Stick with me a minute, right? Yeah. And so, so that scripture goes on. It's telling Joseph, do not be, um, be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Yeah. So don't, don't be fearful of doing uh, in this case, he was conflicted and waffling between what the right thing to do is. And this angel gave him, you know, the confidence in the right thing to do is, is take Mary home to be your wife because um, she will give birth to a son and you were to give him the name. Je like, it gets very specific, give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sin so that's where i yeah. think we're transitioning from fear to hope right joseph has fear yeah. mary has fear um angel angels come to both of them with this um comparable messages about what this child's purpose is and with those messages comes god's hope yeah, well, I think I think it's important to note too, and we sort of kind of talked about this off the podcast, but it's a good time to kind of add it to it. Was you know the 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 angel of the Lord could have come and said, "Do this, mm -hmm. uh, do it right now, otherwise, you know, <laughs> you're 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 going to hell. A lightning bolt will come down and strike you down, or whatever." Right, um, but the angel of the Lord didn't, didn't want to make him fearful or more fearful. It was about hope. Right. And so the message um, is to your point is really about hope. So he, the angel comes and do not be fearful, be hopeful. Right. And, and does it in such a way that gives Joseph the hope that he needs to make, to make the decision to, uh, to 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 marry Mary, which I think yeah. I, I just think is a really important a really important distinction because let's be honest, if an angel of the Lord appeared and told me to do anything, like I probably would do it, right? But you know, he didn't he didn't even say you you should do this or do this. He said, "Don't be don't, fearful of doing don't this. don't be afraid in doing it." Yeah. So it it wasn't even like a it wasn't even a suggestion of. I, we want you to do it. We, you know, like, I'd really like you to please. It was just kind of like, Hey, don't be afraid because be strong, be, be strong. strong. This is be what brave. this child is going to do. It's up to you, right? Make the choice, which I think is just powerful. And, and not only, you know, he's, he's looking out for, He's looking out for Mary and the child. 
um, and following following the guidance of the angel. And then the angel's guidance concludes with um, um, he will save his people from their sins. So like the hope of what this child will bring is is what is what Joseph Joseph sees sees the um enduring enduring what's to come is in hope of what they said is true. Yeah. No. So switching gears just slightly for a second and I'm putting you on the spot. Um what is what is a situation in your life? I I can think of a couple uh if you can off the top of your head. What was a situation in your life that you were really fearful um that you were fearful about, right? Um, and then when it happened, total like total fear, didn't know what to do. Uh, and then what what helped you bring? What helped get you out of it? Yeah, and I think we've mentioned this before. So if you're a regular, no, I'm asking, podcast, I'm asking you, I'm asking you, Mitch. Like what's I know. A, what's a, what's the time? I know. I'm telling you. I think we oh, talked okay. about sorry, this before. Sorry, Keith. Sorry. My bad. It sounded like Brent. you were deflecting for a minute. No, no. And I was going to call you out on a deflection. No deflections. We're talking. You know, fear. Like, uh, let's tie it directly into the story. Having kids is scary business, yeah. man. Yeah. And um, you know, neither you nor I birthed our own children, right? Like, no. Like our wives. Uh, that's the that's super scary but um when you're there in that in that moment um in the hospital room and like like everything all the feels are going on and it's mm-hmm. it's scary stuff like you you have this am i gonna now i'm not only responsible for not screwing up my own life <laughs> but not screwing up my spouse's life yeah. Not screwing up my kid's life, not screwing up my kid's life to the point that it screws up everybody else's life. Like, yeah, I know that seems very dramatic, um, but you get into some fears there. And and I think we can get we can really move this conversation into what's rational and what's irrational in fears. And how do we. How do we use um hope god's hope to um to thread that needle yeah and i don't think I don't no think we can the, get we can get into the rational irrational stuff what are you scared of keith don't say um, spires no i mean there's been a ton of times that i think that you know my first reaction i, I remember i remember um shauna was pregnant with piper our second child and we had uh you know, we had a, we had a house and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And she wasn't working and I was the only one working. And, um, I got a, uh, the dreaded invite from HR, right. With your boss and HR on, on the call. And you're just like, Oh my gosh. Right. So you get on there and it's (laughs) like, Oh, your position has been eliminated. You have 30 days to find a new job. Mm. And, uh, and I just remember in that moment that I, I wasn't necessarily worried. Um, but as that 30 days went further and further and further without, you know, and, and you know, I had interviewed for like two or three other roles internally and, uh, 
and I hadn't heard back, hadn't heard back, hadn't heard back. And, you know, and you're 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 getting to like day twenty six, day twenty seven, and uh, the fear gets ratcheted up real quick. You know, because you're not you're not necessarily looking externally and trying to you know if you if you didn't have a job today, and I mean sure you go work at Quick Trip probably in, in a week right or whatever, but like you know a, I don't want to say a, a really good paying job that that supports a family right um it takes time to find that you know it takes it takes several months probably to line up something and so you know but i wasn't looking i was i was headstrong and i could find an internal position and um yeah i mean it was it was it was uh it was crazy and i remember getting the phone call on day like 28 or 29 like i had a day or two before um before you know like and, and i was supposed to go on a company trip we had won a contest and we were supposed to go to Florida on this company trip on day 30. And they're like, well, you can't go on this trip. You won't be an employee anymore. You know? And I'm just like, not that I cared about the trip or whatever, but it was like your whole thing's in flux, you know, like, you know, and it was like day, day 28 to 29. And I got the phone call that, um, and I offered a role. And I just remember just falling down to the, to the ground, just crying, you know, like, um, and just, just like releasing all that pent up, like, you know, fear. And it wasn't fear about me. It was fear about, you know, my unborn kid, yeah, no. my other kid, you know, uh, my wife, my, our house, you know, like all that kind of stuff. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean, everybody's, I'm sure there's tons of, um, examples that everybody can, can kind of draw from, um, you know, that, that are, that are similar, but, you know, I would, I would say, you know, at that time, it was very difficult for me to, to find hope in the moment. Mm. Right. I mean, granted, I didn't really need hope once I, once I got the role, right. Like, but it was very hopeless throughout that entire experience, you know? And so I will, I will, I will reverse it. There was hope in the beginning of finding a role, but then as that time went on, mm. right, that's when the hope started like cutting down and i think that happens to a lot of people right like maybe something happens and at the beginning they're very hopeful but as as time goes on and they get worn down and worn down and worn down that that hope um dissipates and being um i think being too hopeful being too optimistic i'm an optimistic person and but you have to be optimistic and realistic yeah um in some of those situations uh or your hope if if your human hope and desire outruns um, reality and what you're, um, you know, we all, sometimes we hope for things beyond what we can actually, what we can endure, we can um, persevere. Uh, sometimes, you know, we come out, we look, we recognize we're better. We're better after the trial. We come out stronger after the race. Um, and sometimes we just want things to be easy. Yeah. So we don't, sometimes we don't hope for the right outcome or hope for the outcome necessarily as God would want it, but we, we hope for the easy button and that maybe God would provide it for us. Yeah. And I, I, I see kind of two, 
two things from that is I, you know, I also see the, you don't want to have, you don't want to have unrealistic hope as well. Right. And I, I think of a kind of a really bad example or maybe a mundane example, but like, you don't, you don't go to, you don't graduate high school and then expect to get a $150,000 a year veterinary job. Right. Like, you don't, you're not going through high school going, oh, I can't wait to get my college or my high school degree so I can be a vet. You know, like <laughs> that's not that's not realistic, right? Yep. There's other things you have to do to get there, right? So um there's having realistic hope. Um sorry if we bursted any bubbles. Here. Yeah, sorry. Any yeah. high schoolers out there wanting <laughs> to be a vet when they get their high school degree. Um so you know you have to you have to put and then the second thing is I think you have to put hope in the right place, right? It's kind of to your point. Um, you, you know, you can't also be lackadaisical about it and just be like, well, I'm sure everything will turn out. I'm just going to sit here and wait, you know, like you, you've got to put effort into it uh, as well to get to, to help you get to the outcome that you, that you want. Right. Um, and I would, I would tie this back to, the scripture a little bit, um, you know, in the, in the story of the birth of Jesus, uh, they went through, they went through a lot to, to have Jesus born. Right. Um, you know, in the whole, the whole, um, you know, the whole, uh, actual birth, you know, the whole nativity kind of concept of being born in basically a barn, you know, like yeah. that's, that's pretty stressful. Right. So it wasn't, it wasn't easy. It wasn't, it wasn't an easy task for them for, you know, to, to your point earlier for just, just to be like, okay, we're going to just do this thing and everything's going to be okay. I'm just going to sit here and wait. Right. No, there was stuff they had to do. And so, so this kind of this concept of, of fear, um, I think there's twofold here. So we need to have, we need to have hope. Hope in God's promise for our life, hope in God's um, plan for something better, something beyond where we are to live into what we were created to be. So we have to have hope for that. But but fear is necessary, um, a necessary part of our, our human experience. Uh, because let's face it, with without fear... It would have been a short timeline of human existence without fear, right? No, oh, yeah. Fight, fight, and flight. Fight, like, fight, fight versus flight. Hey, do you remember when they? Do you remember whenever they uh, reintroduced wolves to Yellowstone? No. So the so the elk, the elk at Yellowstone had no predators. There were no, there wasn't an apex predator okay. for the elk herd. So for okay. generations and generations of elk, right? Um, these elk generations, they've just been like, doo, 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 eat some grass, munchy, munchy, yeah. munch. And so they've reintroduced, they reintroduced these wolf, um, these timber wolves to Yellowstone. There, I remember this like National Geographic video of like, there's this elk, there's this bull elk. And here comes the, this wolf pack, you know, yeah. like led, led by the alpha male charging down at, and this, this elk's like, huh, huh. what's that? I wonder what those oh. things are. Do, 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 do. Maybe it wants to play, right? And then it was just like, boom. And you're like, wow. That was, 
um you know nature is brutal huh like nature's brutal and oh by the way it's good to understand you know to have that to have the basic fear like fight or flight like yeah. knowing um fear okay. is those things are different fe- i've never seen them before they're coming at me very rapidly maybe i should run <laughs> too late, too late. Uh, so i think fear is you know fear and hope they're two uh go together like peas and carrots um you know what's what's your story reminded me of uh of another thing i saw there was uh it was it was there was some like um uh, people practicing like the boston marathon or something but they were practicing like a couple months it was like a little group of like you know 15 or 20 people that were that were practicing and they were running down um the street right and they're just running 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 running, running. and then there's all these people that are eating outdoor you know they're they're at restaurants and stuff and they th- they see these people running and then so like people are like what's what's going on and so then everybody just starts getting up from eating and starts running like everybody's just running away yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing going on. Like these people aren't being chased by anything, or they're just they're practicing a marathon. You know, like well, we're going down. Causes that fight, fight or flight, right? Like where you're like, whoa, something's going on. What's going on? Do I need to run? You know? Yeah, I I think if you took um, I think if you took athletes like marathon runners, and then you just put them in street clothes, yeah, and let them run around, I think it would create havoc. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> Like when you guys go out for your jog today here, wear this business suit. I just, yeah. let's, we're just going to see what happens. Yeah. And anyway, sorry for, for going off on a tangent there, but uh, I, thought no, was, I, love- I thought it was, I thought it was uh, appropriate. Um, but I, th- I think, I think maybe to kind of wrap, wrap this up a little bit. I think that what, you know, the kind of topic is, is giving away, giving away your fear. Like it's okay to have the fear right it's okay to feel it oh it's natural but giving it away giving it to god uh and allowing god to give you hope because hope is what god has promised us through jesus right and if you look at uh, john 14 verse 3 jesus says i will come back and take you with me that also may be where that you may also be where i am Right. And that's the hope that Jesus gives us is that Mm -hmm. that promise that one day all of his people will be with him again. Um, And that's the hope that we're that we're given. And and so with that kind of hope, why be fearful of anything? Right. I love it because we it's a constant we just have to have. And we have to have intentional intentionality about reminding ourselves constantly that fears are feelings, feelings are real. Yeah. But, but we need to analyze those, um, analyze them, categorize them as rational or irrational, and then exchange them. And that's a exchange them with God. That's a, that's a practice in which we can hand over the fear. And then in that void, in that vacuum, um, we can fill it. We can fill it with hope. Yeah. Right on. All right, buddy. This was a good time. Good Thanks time. for zooming with me. 
Hey, yeah. It, it, for all those that are listening to the uh, the podcast version of this, I'm I'm sick. If you can't tell from the sniffles, so we we zoomed this podcast. So, uh, yeah, the, but uh, you can't you can't yeah. catch viral infections from a podcast. So that's good. That's what that's what people think. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mitch. This is Keith. Thanks for listening to Layman's Term Podcast. See you next time. See you.